Hey guys, welcome to uh, another episode of Ruin Hammer. Hey uh, mate. Yeah, maybe if I start my video, mate, I might be all right. Yeah, it'd be great if we can see you. There we go. Awesome, yeah, mate. I'm here. I'm alive. Um, how are you, mate? Mate, I'm super duper. Bit of, bit of rain, bit of rain going on up here. Unfortunately, the weather not awesome, but uh, yeah. otherwise, yeah, pretty good. What about yourself? Yeah, mate, it's good to be on the same uh, time time zone now. Um, it is, yeah. yeah. That? <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to worry about when I message you in the morning that it's too early. Um, no, never too early. Got young yeah. kids. <laughs> yeah, good point. Good point. Um, thanks, everyone, for joining us. Yeah, uh, Pats, everyone. Faith. Um, yeah, what a game last week. Yeah. <laughs> mate, we're going to talk about that one tomorrow night. Um, yeah, yeah. Straight into that tomorrow night. Yep, yep. We'll get straight into tonight's... Um, Special guest, uh, Rob will bring him in. Uh, so tonight's guest is a man who made his debut in uh, round one game against Newcastle in 2020. He's played every game for the Warriors since making his debut, except for two games via suspension. Uh, we're happy to have uh, Warrior 241, Jermaine Tanoa-Brown, joining us tonight. Hey, bro. Hey, boys. Thanks for having me. No worries, bro. You're side on. What's going on there? You're all sideways on us. Jermaine, thank you so much for joining us. It's um, really great that you could uh, give up some of your busy schedule to have a chat with us. We really appreciate that. Um, we'll, we'll get straight into the chat. So, so you were born in Melbourne. Tell us about your rugby league journey. Uh, where did you grow up and um, when and where did you play your first game of footy? Yeah, uh, so, yeah, grew up in Melbourne, Victoria, um, of all places. Um, so my rugby league journey began with a club down in Melbourne when I was four years old called Waverley Panthers. Um, I played there. Uh, yeah, yeah, I played for a few years before we on the western side of Melbourne. Um, yeah, so... That's where my rugby league journey start, started, yeah, down there. You you played for the Altona Roosters, I think it was, um, at some point. Um, and you went through the Melbourne Storm system where you played under 20s. Um, I think you played 20 games for the Storm over two seasons in 2014, 2015. Did the 20s do much work with the first grade squad? And if so, how did you find Craig Bellamy and his um, coaching and training techniques? Yeah, um, yeah. So I was in the yeah Storm under twenty system and eighteens there, but um, I guess we didn't really have a whole lot to do with the NRL squad at the time. Um, but you know, we'd see little glimpses of them and train like like real part time with them like every now and then. And yeah, just Craig Bellamy, like just so professional and just seeing how they all like worked there in that system, um, you know, was pretty unbelievable. Uh, as a young lad, um, but yeah, didn't have like you didn't have to do one of his famous. That, you didn't have to do one of his famous uh, pre-seasons, bro. You know, professional says um, <laughs> Thank God, I've heard stories. Yeah, it sounds pretty uh, full on. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Exactly. 20, 2016 and 2017, you found yourself at Newcastle Knights where you played um, 21 under-20s games and 12 New South Wales Cup matches. Um, and you got a taste of first grade in 2017 playing a trial. Um, what were the circumstances that saw you leaving Melbourne and signing with Newcastle? 
Yeah, so um, at the time I was in Melbourne, under 20 system, um, they were relocating their system to the Sunshine Coast. Um, so they sort of said that I'd have to, you know, either relocate to Sunny Coast or, um, oh, but then the Newcastle option came up and it was sort of, yeah, leave to Sunny Coast or um, go try something in Newcastle. And um, at the time I just thought, yeah, Newcastle seemed like a good option. And um, I ended up, yeah, moving there. Um, after Melbourne and yeah, got to play uh, 20s and for the New South Wales Cup there. And uh, yeah, I guess I got sort of a bit of experience there in the NRL trial. Um, but yeah, I really enjoyed my time there. Oh, yeah, loved it. And then 2018, 2019, you're playing, uh, you're up in Brisbane playing in, in that uh, intra super co- competition for the North Devils. And you picked up by the Warriors on a, on a train and trial deal. How did, how did that come about? Yeah, uh, so Ron Smith, um, the coach at North Devils there, he uh, gave me an opportunity to go up there and play a bit of Q Cup. So uh, I spent, yeah, two years there. Um, and I guess I, was, I sort of really enjoyed my footy there. Um, you know, I, was, I guess I was playing good footy over those two years. And um, I remember at the end of that 2019 season, I think it was, got a call from Peter O'Sullivan. And uh, he sort of said there's an opportunity for a training child contract here at the Warriors and um, yeah he just said it was up to me like whether I wanted to go over he couldn't guarantee nothing at the time so um, you know I wasn't sure like what I wanted to do but I thought I had nothing to lose so yeah. just go over come over and give it a crack and yeah it's worked out alright yeah sure has nice one <laughs> yeah it has <laughs> so before, before even playing an NRL game you were selected in the 2020 Indigenous team for the All-Stars game so that must have been a huge honour yeah, no, that was that. It sort of came as a surprise, you know. I never would have thought I'd play in that game, and um, you know, obviously to represent that side of my culture, you know, my mum's uh, family and uh, that part of my culture was pretty special too. And yeah, I guess playing alongside some of those stars, you know, like that playing that game was pretty surreal. Um, yeah, I guess it gave me a good, real good taste of what you know first grade was like. So yeah, it was, I love the experience. Yeah. Did um when you when you signed your your training trial deal with the Warriors, did you have to move to New Zealand? Yeah, so yeah, when I signed the training trial deal, yeah, I had to come over and yeah, move to New Zealand. Pretty pretty weird, really, because um do the the whole season then. Your um your training oh, trial sorry, deal. Oh, I was going to say your, your training trial deal is ultimately upgraded to a three-year contract and you make your first grade debut for the Warriors in the round one game against Newcastle last year. Um, a game I was at, I was lucky to be at. Aside from the result and the absolutely shocking weather conditions, um, what are your memories of that game? Um, yeah, I guess, yeah, uh, that shocking. Yeah, I remember the weather was pretty bad right, was that day. Um, and it wasn't, our, yeah, it wasn't our best performance. Um, but yeah, no, I was under experience, I guess, to, you know, put on that jersey and um, I guess get to live out my childhood dream, you know. So that was uh, something really special, um, even though we didn't get the result. Like, it was something that I'll remember forever, yeah. Yeah, well, well, after that game, the Warriors are unable to return to New Zealand and make a commitment to stay in Australia. Do you remember the vibe within the squad at that time, sort of after that game, even in thinking at half time, there was messages coming through 
about like the emerging COVID situation. What, what, what do you remember about that? Yeah, I remember yeah, everyone was just uh, pretty shocked. You know, we had no idea. We just come off the field after, you know, that like, pretty bad performance. And um, yeah, to get told that was pretty, it came as a shock. And I guess some of the, a lot of the boys with families and stuff, you know, were, uh, I guess stressing whether they'd get to go home and see their families and stuff. So, um, yeah, it was like, I guess, a bit of a shock to us all, yeah. And then they they stopped the crowds coming. You played Canberra. You had to go up the Gold Coast and, and you played Canberra up at the Gold Coast. And then after that, the, the season shut down um, because of the COVID. Um, did you return to New Zealand or did you stay in Australia when the lockdown happened? Yeah, I, I stayed in Australia during that lockdown period. I, I went back home to Melbourne and spent a bit of time with my family down there. Um, and I know there's a few other boys that stayed in Australia and yeah, spent time with their families. And um, during that whole training break, we're staying in touch, like with the over, you know, Zoom calls and that. Um, and we're sort of yeah, just wondering what was going to happen next. Um, but yeah, like I love that sort of. I guess that break you never really get break during the start of the yeah. season so it was pretty yeah. <laughs> something different and like I enjoyed it getting to go home and spending time with my family yeah. too but, but it must have been really hard you know being being separated and training from probably the bulk of the rest of the squad and and everything sort of happening over zoom meetings and that kind of thing must have been difficult he might he might have missed that question bro I think we well, sorry, sorry. I'll just repeat that question. So, yeah. so sorry, it must have I been difficult. My internet's playing up. <laughs> okay, that's all good, mate. Well, I'll just repeat the question. Um, we have. Are you there? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We so, can, we sorry. can hear you. We can't yeah, see we, you. Yeah. We can hear you. Um, we had the same problem when we had Dingo on, and he ended up. I think he ended up in the media room at some point. Didn't <laughs> that's he? right. It was <laughs> like we're doing a press conference with yeah. him, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> There he is. He's oh, back. Sorry, back yeah, You're yeah. right, mate. No, 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 <laughs> no worries, mate. I'll, I'll just repeat. The, I was just, I was just saying. Um, it must have been difficult. You know, you staying in Australia, being um, separate from the rest of the squad, and sort of having to do uh, briefings and that kind of thing through Zoom meetings. That must have been a difficult sort of period. Yeah, it was pretty difficult. Like just not knowing what was going to happen and everyone being separated. Um, you know, but we just we tried our best to you know stay in touch and make sure we were trainings for when the season did come back. You know, we wanted to be ready to go. Um, so, yeah, like I think the, the club did really well and, you know, organising us to uh, keep training and staying in contact over that period, yeah. And then um, when the comp finally does get the, uh, the green light to commence, you guys uh, then sent up to Tamworth and put in 14-day isolation up there. Um, what was that like, being up in Tamworth? Yeah, and no, I was... It was a bit different, eh? Like going to Tamworth, very hot. And um, I remember, yeah, we just yeah, ripped right into training. And um, yeah, I think we, we got flogged for like two weeks, just getting back into rhythm and that. Um, but like, it was it was sort of tough, you know, we couldn't leave the place. Um, we are just isolated to our room sort of thing. Like we just leave for training and come back. So yeah, it was pretty tough. Um, but, you know, looking back at it now, like I think, you know, we'll... Like it was, it was a good thing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, the Central Coast then becomes the Warriors' home away from home for the remainder of the season. So we know it must have been uh, tough, you know, being isolated without the family. So how did it affect you personally? 
Um, yeah, well, I, I wasn't like so bad. Like, I didn't have any family in New Zealand and that. And um, like, I've, I've lived away from home for quite a few years now. So I was sort of a bit used to it. But it, I, I know it was tough for a lot of the boys that did have families and that. Um, but you were pretty, I guess, we were sort of lucky to come to the spot we did on the Central Coast. Um, it's a very nice spot here. Yeah. And like, yeah, the apartments in that are unreal. So, yeah. Yeah. The- yeah, I, I see the boys sharing a lot of stuff on um, on uh, Instagram and Facebook. It, it does. It looks yeah, it looks pretty good. Um, the first game back after that COVID break, we play the Dragons um, in a game that the club wins eighteen nil. That's synonymous for that um, unreal period where we, I think we pl- went forty four sets without a, a mistake and you know some ridiculous ninety seven percent completion rate. For you though. It's the game where you score your first NRL try. Um, tell us about that moment. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was pretty... Um, I remember that game. I seen Dufty, yeah, the ball just come out of his hands and it sort of just my eyes lit up. I seen the line and, yeah, just picked it up and had to put it over. Um, I guess that was, you know, pretty special, you know, score my first try in that game. And, yeah, I remember we like, we completed really well that game and, um, yeah, it was like it was a great win after it, like sort of that everything we'd been through during that period. Um, yeah, it's good to get that win. Yeah, yeah, it was a real, real memorable win for all us fans. Yeah, great way to to restart, resume yeah, the, the NRL season. Then, um, so then the, the NRL gradually allows crowds back to the games um, in round eight. So, how good was it to be playing in front of crowds again? Yeah, no, that was, that was um, yeah, that was unreal to play in front of the crowds and that. Um, I remember it was it was a bit weird when there was no crowds there. Um, wasn't like it was a bit strange, but yeah, to have all the fans in that back, um, that was pretty cool to come out and play in front of all of them. Yeah, yeah, it, it kind of looked really weird on TV too, watching the games with no crowds, especially when guys are going in for tries and you know they usually get up and <laughs> and you know go to the crowd and there's no crowd there. It's yeah, it was yeah, it was a yeah. weird, it was a weird thing. Um, yeah. The boys really lifted in that middle part of the season. Uh, you know, I mean, we went through um, some interesting times where Mooks got um, let go and then Toddy Payton took over. Um, and then, yeah, we, we played some really good games through the middle of that season. And as fans, we thought we might get that fairy tale finish to end the season and qualify for the finals, but it wasn't the case. But the team continued to play great footy right to the end. Um, that win, particularly against Newcastle when you went back to um, Tamworth and then the, the last game against Manly, uh, must have been good to finish the season on on a really good, uh, really big high. Yeah, no, it definitely was uh, good to f- finish the season on a high. Um, yeah, after sort of everything that happened during the middle part of the season there, um, you know, it was good to, yeah, we found the, the way we finished, um, you know, we, every week we'd just um, ripping in for each other and uh, for all our fans and all the families back home, you know, we just wanted to do them proud. And, um, yeah, even though like, it wasn't to be the finals, but, um, you know, we still wanted to put on a good performance for, yeah, all our fans and everyone back home in New Zealand, yeah. Well, there are more honours to be bestowed upon you because at the end of the season, you are voted the Warriors Rookie of the Year. That must have been a tremendous honour for you. Yeah, no, I was... Um, yeah, it was pretty special. Like after, yeah, the way uh, that whole year happened, um, just to top it off with that, that was uh, that was pretty cool. Um, you know, and I thought Ali had a pretty good uh, rookie season too. You know, so um, yeah, to get that award was pretty was pretty special. Yeah, after yeah. that whole season. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. Both of you had great um, uh, starts to your career last season. And probably, you know, the most difficult season that the NRL's ever, definitely ever gone through. I know uh, the, wor- the di- most difficult that our club's ever gone through. Um, wasn't much of an off-season this year. Like, there wasn't much of a break between comp finishing and, and uh, getting back together in the off-season. We start off with the unique circumstances of having two groups doing pre-season in two different countries. Um, you did yours in Koyama uh, with the Aussie base boys. How weird was that? Um, having like only a small group doing preseason here and a small group doing preseason in New Zealand. Yeah, no, that was a bit weird. Like having half the squad here and half the squad back in New Zealand. Um, yeah, but like I enjoyed it in Koyama. That was a, a lovely spot, um, and it was good to meet you know a lot of the new boys that had come over, um, getting to get to know them well. And uh, yeah, like it was a bit weird, like at first um but i think once we uh come together like like it was good to be back with everyone yeah well the two groups came together in january again in tamworth and they were doing a full pre-season in in the aussie heat um so that must have been pretty tough particularly for some of the kiwi boys there yeah no that was very tough in the heat um yeah it was just like the weather was just scorching there in tamworth like that whole a month or whatever it was we were there um especially yeah for the especially for the nz boys coming over and from the cold and to that hot aussie heat you know it was tough but um yeah i think we're probably better off for it like um it was yeah definitely tough the training and that i bet um big ben murdoch masilla didn't uh adjust too well coming from the cold of england to that heat in australia <laughs> that would have been a yeah <laughs> yeah no nah, it was a shock yeah definitely would have yeah, it would have been a shock for him, yeah. So the squad's based again uh, on the Central Coast again uh, for an indefinite period of time. How is it this time around? I'm guessing it's a much better situation now that um, you, we don't have that uncertainty like we did last season? Yeah, no, definitely um, definitely a lot better this time around. Um, yeah, like we knew what we were coming over to do and we had like our plan and our families were allowed over this time and uh, we weren't really so much in a bubble. Uh, so, yeah, it's definitely better this time around. And uh, I think we feel a lot more comfortable, you know, as a squad. And, yeah, it's definitely a lot more comfortable, like the living arrangement this year. So, yeah. We're trying to get you as much support as we can at the games too, bro. We're um, trying to make it that home away from home so that you guys know that you've got the support of, you know, the Aussie-based Warriors fans. So, we're, yeah, we're mate, trying to turn... Good. Yeah, yeah, we're trying to turn up in droves, bro. Yeah. Yeah, well, no, it's been good. It's been good having us there. Yeah, it's it's, been, it's awesome, awesome to be there. Yeah. yeah. In, in your in your in your short NRL career so far, you've played twenty one out of a possible twenty four games, only missing games through suspension. So you must be really proud of how your your first grade career has started out. Yeah. No. Yeah. Definitely very proud um, of how far I've come and how it's uh, started. Uh, I guess yeah, getting to play you know, nearly every game so far. Um, it's been pretty cool, you know. I remember a couple of years ago, I never would have thought I'd be playing first grade like now. And, yeah, now I'm playing nearly every week. So, um, yeah, pretty, you know, I'm just grateful, I guess, to be in the situation I am, yeah. Oh, we're grateful that the Warriors reached out to you, brother. Very grateful. <laughs> I've um, I've read that you're both Indigenous and Māori heritage. Having repped the Indigenous Team, would you ever consider repping the the Maldi side, or are you kind of locked into repping that Indigenous 
um, side of your family in the in the All Stars each year? Yeah, no, nah, uh, definitely. Uh, that's something I want to do is represent my Maori heritage and uh, represent that part of my family. Um, that's something you know I've wanted to do. Um, you know, I've enjoyed like my time in the Indigenous camp as well. It's it's kind of a bit hard, like. Um, picking it aside, you know, because yeah. I, I hold both of them close to me. So, yeah, it's a bit hard, you know, picking have, and choosing. But if the opportunity comes, you know, I'll definitely give it a crack, yeah. Have you still got a lot of family back in New Zealand? Uh, yeah, I've got quite a bit of family. Um, all my, a lot of my family from Napier. Yep. Yeah. Nice part of the world. So, yeah. so you've, still got, you've still got one week remaining on your suspension. How frustrating is it not being able to be part of the game day squad and sort of watching from the sideline? Yeah, no, it definitely is frustrating. Um, you know, I've been getting itchy feet, just want to get out there and play with the boys. Um, but I guess it's been kind of a good thing, you know, I've been able to um, focus on the little parts of my game where I can get better. And um, I'm just trying to chip away, trying to work hard. So when I do get my opportunity again, I can, you know, come back in and, uh, make an impact there. Yeah. Is it um, with when like being suspended or the in- injured players? I know you didn't travel down to the Canberra game. Uh, did you travel down to the game on Sunday against the Roosters, or did you stay back at the hotel? Yeah. Oh no, there's a crew of us that uh, we drove up on game day and went and watched the boys there. Um, yeah, like we try to get to the, as much of the games as we can, you yeah. know, even if it's in Sydney and that. Yeah. Um, living as a community with your teammates for the second season in a row, um, mm. you must make some really, really strong bonds and connections with your teammates that you probably wouldn't, wouldn't ordinarily uh, make if you weren't all living together. Does that, do you find that gives us a, a bit of an advantage too in regards to combinations and, and getting to know the guys that you're playing with well? Yeah, yeah no, definitely, definitely. Um, you know, I think, yeah, even last year, um, it sort of brought us a lot closer and, same again this year, just, yeah, just living together, you know, you're in each other's pockets every day and you get to know people a lot faster, I guess, and um, you get to, yeah, uh, those connections and, you know, try to take them onto the field and that. So yeah. I, I reckon it is, yeah, definitely a, a bonus that we've got that. Got the, got the brotherhood there. Yes, it's yeah. awesome to watch watch everyone gel and come together like that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, can you can you tell us what type of influence the great Phil Gould has been during the off season and during the start of the the regular season as well? Yeah, no, it's good to have him uh, around the club. Um, you know, he's someone with a lot of knowledge and he's you know very wise and um, yeah knows a lot about the game. So it's good to have him around and yeah, I guess he just sort of he chips in where he can and. We just, yeah, I don't know, just sort of talk to the boys or whatever. He's talked to us as a group a couple of times and just, yeah, when he talks, you know, everyone listens and um, hears what he has to say, you know, because uh, yeah, he's very wise and got a lot of knowledge. So, yeah, it's good to listen to him whenever he's um, chipping in, yeah. Absolutely. Um, we saw through our connection uh, with the Women's Warriors team last season uh, the importance of respecting and embracing the different cultures represented within the squad. Uh, and we've seen that you guys have taken that on board this season during the off-season. How important were those culture nights that you went through during the pre-season? Um, and uh, what was your, aside from the Indigenous one, what was your favourite one to experience, I guess? 
Yeah, no, nah, they were all they were all unreal. Um, it was good to get to know yeah, all the boys' cultures and um, yeah, I guess it was that sort of respect thing for one another and you learn about their cultures. It's that like that deeper connection, I guess. Um, yeah, oh, they were all pretty good. Um, oh man, I think oh, I can't really pick one. Um, yeah, they were all pretty good. The Tongan one was pretty good. Um, yeah. There's a lot of to- the Tongan boys, so that was pretty good. Um, but yeah, they're all unreal. Like, yeah. Dingo said there was a lot of um, competition, or um, like trying trying to outdo the other ones. He was saying that the one, Tonga one, one was the, yeah. the first one, and then when the Fijian one happened, Marcelo Montoya went out and bought a whole Fijian community into. To yeah, help <laughs> yeah, I think they bought the whole Fiji Fijian community in Tamworth, and um, yeah, we had a cover session that. So yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what were the white boys, the Aussie boys, like doing the haka? Did they pick it up pretty quick? Yeah, no, they were loving it. Eh? Yeah, they, they picked it up pretty quick, and no, it was good. That was a good experience too. Like, um, I guess teaching those boys, and um, yeah, it's just it was good to you know just get an understanding for one another's cultures, and everyone really bought into it. So yeah, it was good. Yeah, and and I asked you before, we as Aussie based fans, we're, we we don't get to see the boys play as often as we'd like to. Um, and we're always the the away fans. So from a selfish perspective, we've got to experience a little taste of what it's like to be a home fan these past two seasons. Um, does it lift the team knowing there's a loyal group of fans that come along to every game in Sydney and the Central Coast to to support you boys and cheer you boys on? Yeah, definitely. It's always good to have a you know fan base wherever you go. Um, you know, it sucks when you're outnumbered and you go to a place and there's not many fans there. So it's always good to you know have you guys there and. And the Aussie-based fans, um, you know, but I definitely can't wait to go back and play in front of the New Zealand fans. Um, something I haven't had to do yet. So, um, yeah, maybe get oh, yeah. a chance soon. Yeah, you yeah. haven't played. Yeah, you haven't you're, played you're another one of those guys. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah. Were, you yeah. and uh, Jack Murchie and a few of the other boys have played oh. for the Warriors for two years and never even seen uh, nah, played yeah. in Mount Smart. Yeah, yeah. Jermaine, Jermaine would have seen <laughs> it. Oh, you, you would have yeah. been there, but you, you didn't actually play there, unfortunately. No. Yeah, so. yeah. So how good will that be if, when you finally get to go back there for a game? Yeah, that'll be unreal to go back and yeah, play in Mount Smart in front of all the home fans and that. Yeah. Can't, like, I'm looking forward to it, yeah. Because they, they announced the travel bubble today um, between Australia and New Zealand. It's going to happen 19th of April. I know you guys are locked into uh, another three-month period, so I think that takes you to at least round 16. But there's a good chance yeah. that you may get to go home and play some games at the back end of the season, which would be um, which would be unreal. Which would be a great driving force pushing us into the finals. I reckon. Right to the finals, yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah, that'd be good. Well, on a on a completely different note, pun intended, away from <laughs> footy, you are known as hip hop artist and producer Young Maney. Can you tell us a bit about that. <laughs> oh yeah, so yeah, like. Um, I've always, I guess, had a bit of a passion for music as well, like uh, outside of footy. Um, I don't know, I guess I did it in school and stuff, just uh, making raps and stuff with some of the boys. And um, I don't know, over the last couple of years, I sort of took it a bit more seriously, making my own music. And it's out there on, you know, Spotify and all that. And um, yeah, I just came up with the name Young Mani and yeah, just put music out there. Just a bit of a hobby sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah, I was listening to it on Spotify this week. Sensational stuff. <laughs> is 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 the music career on hold at the moment, or are you able to juggle that with your with your footy commitments and everything? Um, like we're pretty busy with footy, but whenever I get like spare time, I guess I try to 
that's sort of what I turn to. That's like my my outlet, I guess. Um, so I try to, you know, whenever I can, I uh, do a bit here and there. But yeah, like mainly focused on footy during the season. Uh, but whenever I get time, I try to do it. Yeah. Are there any other budding uh, musicians in the Warriors squad or in the NRL in general that you know of? Um, well, I know my roomie Kane Evans. He, he gets into it a bit. Um, okay. Like he he sort of mucks around with the raps and. Yeah, he's sort of producing in that now, so like, it's, yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. Cool. Have you got yeah. your music set up there, like all your gear? Have you got it in camp with you? Oh yeah, I've got it here. It's oh, a couple of rooms down, but yeah. Oh yeah. Nice. We just got a little setup and yeah, just doing a board. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Great creative outlet. Absolutely. We'll have to we'll have to get you to create some sort of intro song for us or yep. something like that that we can yeah, yeah. Some, give us some week. sick beats that we can uh, lay down for our intro. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah look no, at you. definitely, definitely. Look at you with the lingo, bro. Sick beats that you yeah, can lay I, down. I, I know, wow. I know hey. a thing or two. I know a thing or two, mate. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay, Jermaine. So I'm going to ask you some questions that we ask all of our guests. Uh, just while uh, Hammer scrolls through the questions from the viewers. So who's your toughest teammate? Toughest teammate. Ooh. Um, I don't know. There's a lot. No, um, I know. I'll probably say Lisa. No, eh? Lisa no more. He, yeah, he just just does his job and he's just he's tough as he. Yeah, yeah, workhorse. Yeah, biggest yeah. best sledger. Sledger, oh, probably Jazz. Well, <laughs> funny you should say Jazz because my next question is biggest pest. Oh, it's all right. I think he, I think when we had Jazz on, he even said himself for that question. So, uh, <laughs> toughest opponent? Toughest opponent? Oh, um, I don't know probably uh, Jason Tamalolo last year playing against him was unreal. Yeah, yeah, great. So, uh, the best trainer in your squad, the best yes, trainer. trainer. Oh, um, this trainer, uh, probably say from this year, Marcelo Montoya, yeah, yeah, All right, okay, yeah, awesome. Actually, Cam George said that, um, when we had him on, he said that Marcelo was one of the most impressive trainers in the preseason. He was, I remember him saying, Yeah, no, it works, yeah. works really hard, yeah, 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 great. Yeah. Um, I think I know who you're going to say for this one, yeah, uh, the squad comedian. Oh, definitely Kane Evans. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah there's, a, there's a few of them around there. Who else? Who else uh, rates themselves? Oh, I, I don't know. Adam, Adam's up there. Okay. Kane, Adam, yeah. Kane and Adam. Yeah. You boys. Yeah, nice. <laughs> uh, so, so living in the COVID bubble, who emerged as the master chef of the squad? Oh, um, who did? Uh, I don't know. Um, uh, not too sure. Eh? I think I'll do all right. What's your specialty? <laughs> nah, I'm just joking. I've uh. got nothing. I got nothing. <laughs> yeah, nah, I'm not too sure. Eh? Not too sure. I noticed, um, Ciro and uh, Sean O'Sullivan were cooking up those big cattleman cutlets, those big steaks with the bones on them tonight. That yeah, awesome. oh, actually, yeah, Sean goes pretty good. Yeah, on the barbie and that, Sean is pretty good. Does yeah. he? Yeah. Uh, got a couple of comments here for you, bro. Um, we've got Dennis Tornell says, Hi, Jermaine, love you. I'm assuming that's a relative. <laughs> yeah. 
Uncle um, Dennis. Yeah, we've got um, where's the one I want to read out? Uh, Sean James asks, is there a big Warriors supporter base in Victoria? Um, yeah, I remember growing up going to the you know the Anzac game, Storm Melbourne. Um, there's always a lot of Warriors fans there, so I guess yeah, I guess there is yeah. Yeah, we are always pretty well represented there. Um, <laughs> uh, Jamie Brown says, what about your mum? I'm sure you miss her. <laughs> yeah, love your mum. Carl Smith says, your mob? Do you miss them too? <laughs> yeah, no, my mob. Down in yep. Australia there, yeah. Uh, we got Kaya Tahana says, let's go, Cuzzy. I'm assuming you've got a few family watching tonight, which yeah, is they great. Must, they must be all watching, yeah. Yeah, which is good. That's what, what we want. Yeah, massive shout-out to all you guys. Yeah, yeah shout-out to the family. Watching, but, yeah. yeah, follow the page. We we do this, uh, try and do this every week with um, like, like at least one guy. Comment and subscribe. Yeah. Um, how do you pronounce your surname? Wiki Tonoa. Ask that. Tonoa. Tonoa, yeah. Toe Noah, so no, it's like Toe Noah, Noah, yeah. Uh, and he says, "Hello, main love, Uncle Paul and Nan, uh, Wiki Brisbane." So, um, do, you, do you have a nick? Do you have a nickname apart from Young Maney? Like, do you have what? Do the boys call you Young Maney? Yeah. Do they call you JTB? Uh, or yeah, uh, well, Maney's sort of my nickname. I sort of had that growing up, and then yeah, when I was rapping, I just added the Young. I don't know why. <laughs> But yeah, mainly was sort of my nickname or JTV. Yeah, some of the boys call me that. So yep. yeah, that's what we call you because it's easier to yell out than Jermaine. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, nah, JTV. Sweet, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, who are your rugby league heroes growing up? Um, growing up, well, I love uh, Greg English, Jonathan Thurston, those guys. Um, uh, I guess from the Warriors, uh, obviously Stace and Ruben Wiki. Yep. And they're unreal. Um, yeah, watching those fellas, yeah. But yeah. Um, uh, I don't know. I've got a heat heat yeah. <laughs> who's um who's your favorite hip hop artist? Apart from yourself. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh oh J. Cole. J. Cole's probably my favorite. Yeah. Yeah. Did yeah. you grow did you grow up liking any of the old school guys? Like um, you know, uh Ice Cube and uh, yeah, I grew, I grew up like listening to a lot of like Biggie Smalls, a um, yep. bit of Tupac here and there. Yeah, so I listened to yeah I listened to all the old school music, um, but I guess sort of yeah growing up, J Cole was sort of I guess my favorite. Yeah, it's great getting to know you guys away from from footy mm. and just hearing what makes you tick, and mm. um, and it, it's great that you come on like this little show that we do, and it allows. Uh, the Warriors fans to sign to kind of get a get a little insight into what yeah. makes the players tick and just realise that you know you guys are all just you know normal everyday blokes um, living the dream and playing the greatest game in the world. Um, one last question, and I think we all know what the answer is going to be. But uh, if you weren't an NRL player, what career do you think you'd be in? Um, yeah, probably yeah, rapper, music. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hang on, no, there is one more. Biggest influence on your career so far. Um, biggest influence. Just remember your mum's watching. <laughs> yeah, probably, yeah. My mum, yeah. Mum and dad, yeah. Mum and dad, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, mate, it's, um, it's been fantastic having you on and, and having a bit of a chat with you. Um, 
you'll be there on Friday night, no doubt, cheering the boys on. Yeah. Yep. Uh, look for us. We'll, we'll be, well, I'll be around Bay 7, uh, the usual Warriors haunt. Um, I'll be seeing you in so a much. couple of weeks. Down yes. In, uh, thanks so much, brother. You should should be back for the, yeah, well, actually, you'll be back for his game. So, because yep. Rob, Rob yeah. lives up in Queensland. So, um, oh, yeah, down, yeah, yeah. He'll be back down for the St. George game at uh, Next Jubilee Stadium, which is the round six uh, after the yeah, Hanley game. Yeah. So, I see you back on the field, yeah. eh? Yeah, yeah bro. Yeah. yeah. It'd be good to be back. Yeah. Can't wait. Oh, can't wait to have you back, mate. Yeah, <laughs> getting a couple of injuries and a couple of suspensions that, uh, you know, it's, it's, yeah, te- know, it's yeah. testing our depth, but it's probably the one thing that we're really excited about this year was the, the signings to the club really um, gave the club a, a fair bit of depth mm. uh, in our 30 years. Yeah, a lot squad, of depth, so. yeah. Particularly in the forwards, it, yeah. You know, mm. Yeah, yeah. It puts yeah. a bit of competition on for positions, so it keeps everyone honest, I guess. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, a lot of depth there. Yeah. Um, JTB... Oh, Trudy Brown says, have you got a Mrs. Jermaine? Nah, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> I'm single. single. Hear that? He's single. So single. all you girls outside. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> uh, well, mate. Um, yeah, we thank you. We thank you so much for giving up your time to have a chat with us tonight. We really appreciate it. And, yeah, bro. Uh, yeah. yeah and, no, uh, thank you. Thanks really for having fun. me. It's, it's been good to be a part of it. Yeah. No worries, thank brother. Um, and uh, yeah, we'll see you on Friday night. Yeah. All right. See you, fellas. See you later. Thanks, mate. Cheers. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Cheers. Bye. Mate. Yeah, what a a humble young man. Yeah, yeah. That's again, you get something you get something different out of every every chat that we have with players. And it's yeah, yeah. yeah, Exactly. As you said, a humble young man. Um, you know, got his head screwed on and yeah, he's 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 been playing some great footy. Got the love of his family. They, they all, yeah, a lot of them all tuned in. That. So that's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. So um, yeah, we thank thank his family for jumping on and and watching tonight. Hopefully, um, you know, we do a, we do a live show every week. So it'd be nice if uh, you guys can you know like and follow and keep up to date with what we're doing. Um, we'll get Jermaine back yeah, on a bit later in the year on our on our run into the semi-finals, no doubt. Um, to the finals, then to the grand final, of course. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, so mate, that was awesome. I, yeah, I, I really—it's it's great, isn't it? It's yeah, just, I, I enjoy I enjoy doing the the little chats with the players, um, getting to know them a little bit better. The current squad, yeah, it's, it's yeah. awesome insight. Yeah, yep. Um, thanks, Christian. Yeah, we enjoyed the chat with JTB too, bro. Uh, yeah, too, don't forget too. tomorrow night yeah. um, we'll be back at seven thirty. Yeah. Um, usual format. Um, yeah, format. talking talking all things uh, round four and heading into round five. Yep. Uh, yeah. Round four review. Round five. Uh, squad's been named for round five, so we'll go through that. Um, we'll try to make it as a, painless as possible. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, painless, but we'll, we'll be honest. It'll be an honest right. assess- yeah. assessment of. We won't gloss know, over the the, uh, the issues. No. Issues, no. Yeah. Um, set of six. We'll discuss a few uh, interesting topics in our set of six. Um, so yeah. So uh, thank you everyone for joining us tonight. Yeah, thank you so much, guys. We, as, as we always say, it's a show by the fans for the fans, and we can't do it without you guys. So, yeah, much appreciated as yep. always. Absolutely, we're pushing towards a thousand followers on uh, Facebook, and uh, we've just ticked over two hundred on Instagram. And you know, we're kind of a new format, new show for us. So, um, yeah, we're 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 loving the support, and um, we'll keep bringing the content so long as people keep watching. Absolutely, we will. Yeah. 
All right, bro. Okay, mate. I'll, um, I'll see you tomorrow. I'll see you, and I'll see all of you tomorrow, tomorrow. as well. Thanks, guys. <laughs> all right. Have a good night, everyone. Cheers.